Hey, 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 world, it's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a brand and visual strategist and the host of Blog Diaries. Broke, lonely, angry, and horny, turning your mess into a beautiful masterpiece. So, guys, I want to have the hard conversation today about... um, the love languages that we speak to our men. Are we empowering them? Are we enabling them? And are we really having the hard conversation about the way we treat each other, about our past hurts, about the things that we don't understand? Because I came to this conclusion um, maybe about six, two, three, four weeks ago, um, Kobe with Kobe Bryant's passing, there was a lot of emotion after Gail King did the interview with his best friend, Lisa Leslie. And Snoop Dogg immediately came on like the next day and did this big rant. And of course, he called her out of her name. It, it just went crazy. It went crazy, right? We all know the story. But I thought of, I, I I couldn't help but think about some conversations that we don't have with our black men. So let me just say how I feel about African American men, me as a black woman. I look at black men as kings. Right? There's nothing less and and let me tell you why. Because there are be- there is beautiful beauty and a man that can rise from the ashes of traumas, dramas, uh, living in the hood, dealing with drive-bys, dealing with all of the things that he has dealt with. And, 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 and this discussion today is not about his wrongs or any African-American man's wrongs. Because the one thing that I believe we do a lot is comment on all of the things that they do wrong. Real talk, they already know. Black men, African-American men know their wrongs. And we can, you know, drill it in the head, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. But if we're not coming to the table in the space to say, let's have the conversation so we can get understanding. Because men are not talkers like women. The men are not sitting at the table pulling out tea and saying, this is what happened to me today. Let me stress my pains, my stresses, my traumas, and my dramas. Right? They, they. I mean, men do it, but it's it's not a large amount. Right? They feel like that's women's stuff. We don't talk about our problems. We deal it. We deal with it. And we as women expect them to. We want them to. I know I do. Right? Talk to me. Not. Telling me promises and making um, expectations. and I don't don't want that. What I want is the conversation. And that's a big fear for men. Because they got to be guarded and they got to stand tall. And a lot of men are afraid to show their weaknesses. Right? Or what, what hurt them. And say at that moment when my woman said this to me. That hit me. That weakened me a little bit. 
that weakened me a little bit. It weakened me because I never expected her, who I love, to say those words to me. I never expected her. I never expected black women because what people kept listening to with Snoop Dogg's conversation was, he said, it's our people who tear us down. It's our people that tear us down. So there was some real, that was some real pain right there. Because real talk, I, I heard everything he said, but what I, what I focused on was it was our people who tear us down. That was pivotal to me. And it made me check the way I speak about black men. Because I'll never forget, I was five, I had to be about maybe nine years old. Um... And my mother said to me, I was like, you know, one day I'm going to give me a beautiful black prince and he gonna, and I'm going to help him turn into a king. And my mother said, black men ain't shit. That thing stuck with me. I'm 45 years old, about to be 46. And I remember I got a beating because she, you know, she had just broken up with her boyfriend. And she was like, black men ain't shit. They ain't going to never be shit. And I had, I, it, it, it sat with me, right? Because the first thing I said, because like back then I had no filter. I said, well, if black men ain't, <laughs> I said, and I forgot that who I was talking to, too. If black men ain't shit, then what did you do? <sighs> y'all, my mother smacked the spirit out of me. I'm telling you, I lost my spirit and my common sense. Because, as she said, <laughs> She said, well, you're going to see when you get older, he going to hurt you. You're going to say those same words. And what I came to the realization is that that stuck with me. That stuck to me. That stuck with me. And I remember in my bedroom crying, you know, because I said my mama smacked the spirit out of me. And some common sense. She said, <laughs> I remember sitting in that room, I kid y'all not. I remember sitting in that room saying, I'm never going to say that about, the, about my king. I knew that at nine years old. I, I didn't want to speak that way. But what I did learn was as you get older and as you mad, you say some words. And so with my children's father, we just, we spoke bad a lot of hateful words and I told you about when he said drop dead you know that 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 resonated in me there were times that I would hear on the bus and on the train you know and I would hear black men saying that's why I go out with white women and Puerto Rican women and that's why I don't mess because it's the way they treat us in my household I've heard my son say ma nah I'm never marrying a black woman Cause y'all too angry. He said, "Well, ma, you don't. You are, yeah. You are. You're not angry, but you're crazy, <laughs> right?" He said that, and he was honest. And I said, "Are we not desirable?" He says, "No, y'all just angry." And then I said, "So what are y'all?" Right again, you know, my smart mouth. And he said, "Wow." I said, "Cause maybe that's not the question that we're asking. We're not asking the right questions, because." I know for me, I want to ride or die. I hate that word. Let me tell you, I hate ride or die. 
right? Because I always used to say, why if we ride, you don't need to ride with me. So let's change that. I want to be by your side. I want to stand beside you. I want to hold your hand in the toughest of wars. I don't want to carry you, but I want to help you. I don't want to I don't want to make you over, but I want to help you succeed. I don't want to tell you what to do, but I want to empower you with the right words and the right actions. Maybe in some of us loving and I'm just speaking for us women, especially African American women. Maybe we pushed too hard. Maybe we were taking it felt as if we were trying to take away your power. Maybe in anger and taking accountability, we cursed you out one too many times. We disrespect we disrespected you in front of your friends. Um we called you out. Maybe when you needed us to talk, we were scrolling through our phones. Or we had a business meeting. We had things to do. And let me just say, brothers, this is not about saying that y'all have not did the same thing. We know what y'all have done. But this conversation today is not about um, all the wrong you have done. It's all about taking accountability. Because in, uh, I, believe, I believe this. When we get mad, we forget about why we fell in love. We also romanticize what we think the definition of love is, and I know I have. I know that I have romanticized the definition of how it is to love y'all. Because TV definitely set a tone for me. Cinderella, I was, I've been waiting. And I had to realize that, that I've been waiting for my Prince Charming. I've been waiting for, I've been waiting for my prince to come. I've been waiting. I've been sitting at the end, and I wanted that in Lloyd. I even wanted it in my children's father, but I really wanted it in Lloyd because I felt as if we had a deeper connection, a way deeper connection. That's honesty. Um, I waited for him. I wanted him to save me from my pain. And... I, I I realized that was my responsibility, and maybe that was a lot of burden on him. Ladies, there's nothing more powerful than reminding the men that are in your life, not just how much you love them, and not only showing them by buying them. Because a lot of times we get love, we get love real, real jacked up, right? Because sometimes men want the love. The love we is like, well, I cooked you dinner, right? And I bought you some, I bought you those 13s. I don't even know if they're in style. Bought you them new sneakers. I, uh, you know, I, I helped you build a man cave. Y'all know, y'all get where I'm going? Oh, I sent you away with your friends to go see the Lakers. Um, I did all of these material things for you. Why you don't love me? And maybe... And, I, and I, I don't know, but I'm speaking for the brothers. Maybe he wanted you to show your love. He wanted us to show our love by sitting down and telling our friends, girl, we can't have that conversation tonight. My man needs to talk to me. Because I think sometimes we miss the point and we, we miss the opportunity to have conversation. 
when when your boyfriend or your husband says, hey, babe, can I holler at you for a second? And you in the middle of cooking dinner and you yelled at four kids. And you like, oh, do, do we have to talk about this right now? Can we talk later? Because uh, I know because I said it. That's why I'm taking accountability. I said that a long time ago. I realized on Sunday I did something. I was at work and Lloyd had called me and, you know, even as a friend, and I'm just talking on different levels, right? Lloyd had called me and he was talking to me. I was listening, actively listening, but he knew I was working. He said, God knows what you're doing. He's like, yeah, you want me to call you all the time, but you always working. You, you, you busy right now. You you busy right now. And I don't know, and especially for us career women who are going for our goals and our dreams, I think sometimes, and again, I'm guessing, and this is my personal opinion, the way we show love is turning off our phones for the day. The way we show love is when our husbands or boyfriends says, you know what, let's not spend, let's not spend no money on that today. Let's put that away. And we actively listen and do what he says. Right? Ooh, right? That's deep. We actively listen and do what he says. So Sometimes, you know, we ain't doing what... I know. <laughs> I know. Because when Tamara want to do what Tamara want to do, Tamara going to do it. Right? And I'm not... I And I don't know what I'm in. But I know that when Lloyd... Uh, and I'll, I'll share this with you. When we first, when he first came home, like the way I work now is I was working at, you know, at the hotel and I was working these hours and it was probably a weekend and they asked me to work overnight and I took the, I took the overnight and I called him and I said, well, I have to work over, I have to do the overnight shift. He said, are you kidding me? I was like, yeah. He said, you didn't, but you didn't talk to me about it. Because, you know, I've been rolling solo dolo. So to all Tamara knew was, yeah, let me. <laughs> Ooh, I'm helping somebody today and I don't even realize it. I was like, uh, dude, I was like, I, you know, I'm making money. I got, do you see all these people? He said, but you didn't ask, you he didn't say acts. He said, but you didn't discuss it with me. It was like I planned this evening, and he had cooked dinner. He said I was going to surprise you. You know, I had the tub water running. He said I got. He said I. You know I. He said I had a special evening plan. You gonna work the overnight shift? You didn't talk to me about it, and I didn't realize it then. I felt like crap, but I didn't realize that hurt his feelings. And a lot of times us women think it's the big stuff. But it'd be that little stuff when he'd be like, listen, can you be home by, thank you, can you be home by six? Because I need you, I want to, you know, I just want to chill with you. And you'd be like, nah, I had to schedule this event. And I ain't going to be able to make it, baby. Thank you. <laughs> but I ain't going to be able to make it. And that may be the one thing that he needs. Sometimes men don't just, I believe, 
And my sons don't do that. They don't come in the room. My girls are like, Mom, can I talk to you? My, my sons will just come in my room. And then they'll just sit for a minute. And then they'll have a conversation. And after they have the conversation, they get up and go. Sometimes they don't even want my opinion. They just need to vent and go. I didn't realize that. And a lot of you ladies don't realize that. My brother. And you know, every time my brother calls and he says, you busy? I'm like, no. Just, you know, writing. He's like, oh, I'll call you back. I call him. That's his cue. He's not going to say, sis, I need you. Sis, you busy? I just felt like talking to you. I miss you. I'll call my brother and have the conversation. Guys, I, I'm empowering you to love differently because the one thing that is clear is that black men and black women have a divide, right? We have allowed culture. We have allowed other people. We have allowed other things to keep us divided. We have allowed our pride. We have allowed our ego. We have allowed our mouths, men and women, um, disrespect each other. We have allowed, we, we've done that. We could point some fingers at some folk, but real talk, we allowed the division. I was in, um, I was in a class at school and he said something when it came to Instagram and social media. And I'm going to tell you how it relates in a second. He said, we teach, he said, this, this black guy said this to us. And it was deep. He said, "We teach." He said, "Other people teach other people how to build a tribe. Because even in the tribe, you have to divide, so other people will buy." And I thought that was so deep. And it's the same sentiments, ladies. Y'all let some family members and friends divide y'all. Y'all letting some people divide y'all. Y'all are letting your egos, your pride, and your romanticizing of love divide. And even if you can't be, and, and this is for people who separate. Even if he is not your friend. I, I And I watch it all the time. I watch it when I'm mad a lot of my friends because I did it too. But let's be real. I be listening to them talk and they be saying, and I'm like, well, you still ain't over him. I remember telling a friend, a few friends that. You're not over him yet. She looked at me. <laughs> she like she won't punch me in my face, y'all. Seriously. I said, but you're not over your ex. She said, well, I have a husband, but you're not over him. Because we have kids, and what he doing to my kids? He be disrespecting my kids. But you're still not over him. And I just would not let up. Like, I could have, she could have really beat me up. Right? Because she, she, she gangster. But she finally said to me, Tamira, I'm just not over the hurt. And I, and I was like, maybe he's not over the hurt either. Guys, we don't, we sometimes don't even realize how hurt we are. And how our anger is sometimes love that we want to, to, to dissipate. Um, dissipate. I'm sorry. Right? A lot of us want our love to dissolve. 
And we will do whatever it is so that we can forget about that person, that we can stop. So we start to bash him, start to tear him down. We start to do all those things. And you know what? Real talk, it still doesn't divide. It does not kill the feeling. It didn't. I think with my children's father, I realized the moment I was over him was when I let Lloyd in and when I let him in freely and it was, and I wasn't afraid. I realized when, because we know when it's the end. My friend Nita always says a woman anticipates and knows when she's going to sleep with a man. She knows that. She knows that. Guys, our, our black men, just as much as we need them, you know, we need them, they need us too. And I know that some of you have gone to hell and high water, but I think that's the problem. We have enabled him instead of empowering him. And we thought that what we did when we made sure he had food and when he come home, no, sometimes that, in, I, I feel like sometimes, no, I'm not going to agree with you wrong. You just won't have me. I was I was adamant on that. I was adamant and I was very clear. Lloyd, look, I don't know what old any other girl may tolerate, but I'm just not gonna tolerate it. And I and, and I still stand by that. I love you enough to not sit and let you tear yourself down. And that's and maybe instead of saying, Well, you a loser, right? Because he's not a loser. No man is a loser. Saying, listen, I know that I just cannot watch you fall. I see the potential in you. I see the greatness in you. And it might sound corny to a lot of people, but our words have power. Our words have power, especially us as black women. We have the power to say words to uplift, to heal, to encourage, to change to heal our words. He may not get it today. He may not get it tomorrow. He might not get it next week. But eventually, he will get it. And someone asked me one day, "What is? how do you want the men, whether it be your sons, your, and the words that, he, I'm sorry. He said, how do you want a black man to remember you? And he said, always remember the words you think. And that's why when I'm angry, I watch, I won't speak to you. It, it makes no sense for me to speak to you because it's not going to come out pretty. I know that I can spit out some venom. My mama taught classes in that. I watched her tear a man down so bad. That was just absolutely, it was a shame how she tore him down. And she was okay with it. And I never wanted to be okay with doing that. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't ever want my sons. To feel. Like they don't have a woman to empower them. My, my, my boys are blessed to have four sisters. And they are pretty spoiled. Especially at Reuben. And I tell my girls all the time. Watch your words that you say to your brothers. Watch your words that you say to Isaiah. Watch your words that you say to Reuben. Watch the words you say to your sons. Because they will begin to think that it's okay to say that. Fathers, 
brothers, cousins, watch the words you say to your sisters, your mother, and all of the women in your lives because they will think that it is normal. We have been taught and trained to make hate words normal. I have no problem with saying to my sons in front of his whole crew, I love you, son. I'm so proud of you. You, you are so amazing to me. Look at my young prince. I have no problem at any place or any time. I have no problem with telling African-American men how proud I am of them. That I love the fact that they are striving. I will not tear. It starts with me. And I challenge everybody listening to this podcast. I challenge you to have the hard conversation with yourself. And then with the men that you love. What did I do to hurt you? How can I, how can I, first of all, how can I take accountability? Because sometimes I don't know I'm hurting you. Right? I don't know I'm hurting you. But what did I do to know that I hurt you? Because you, people think you know, but you don't know. You can't forgive what you don't understand. And I believe that. You can't forgive what you don't know. Because we're not mind readers. Ladies and gentlemen, we all have the power inside of us to say I love you. We really do. And if I, if I leave on this earth, I know that my sons, my grandsons, know that they are loved. That the words that came out of my mouth was to empower them. Even when they get on my nerves. I have to realize how much, even when I say, y'all get on my nerves, you know, y'all with your bed. And then I had to check myself because I would say that. I was like, oh, I got to come back from that. I got to change my language. Because I love them. And when we act in love, we don't have to speak words of, of hatred. The black men that we are around, let's encourage and empower them. And like I said in my last in my last couple of podcasts, African American men love and empower us. Challenge us to be better at but the words you have to say to us do not mean that you tear down our spirits, whether we we ate or eighty. We fat, we skinny, we broken, we lost, we angry, or horny. Doesn't mean that you have the right to tear us down. We can't build if we're divided. We can't change if we can't change each other if we're not showing love and support. And I want y'all to think about this. That woman that stood by you, even if she's not in your life and you're not in a relationship, that woman that listened to every song that you wrote. So that woman that listened to, watched you play basketball. And I don't care who she is, right? Because this is not about color. Black men can love whomever they want. There's something, and I always think about this. There's something mighty special about our black men. That every woman desires to love and take care of them. Of various cultures and races. There's no limit of love that y'all give without even saying a word. That they desire you at your best and even at your worst. That's a gift. That's a gift. And if y'all don't see it, we do. 
I do. And let me speak for myself. I see it. I see the beauty and the handsomeness, not just your physical, but your heart, mind, and spirit. I just believe that a lot of times, y'all are blocked by some major crazy pain and trauma. We got to realize our black men have seen their friends being shot down. They've seen, they've been incarcerated, some of them. Some of them, even if they were intelligent, was towed out for being smart. Some of them had to deal with racism in and outside of their race. Some of them were working so hard that they had to miss moments and opportunities because they had to work 10 times harder than everybody else to get where they needed to be. Guys, if y'all don't get that, I get it. I want to thank you so much uh, for allowing me to have the hard conversation. I want every woman who has a son, boyfriend, friend, um, baby daddy, <laughs> husband, uncle, father, whomever, thank him. Because, see, here's the thing that I've realized, too. If you gave the draws up, <laughs> there was a reason you did it. He had to do something right. If you, you made love to him, if you kissed him, if you had conversation with him. And I'm just talking about boyfriends and husbands or exes. There was a reason. If nothing else, he gave you the beauty of your children. If nothing else, he gave you a moment that a moment of smiles and memories. And I'm not talking all bad. I'm talking about the good ones. Because we, we quick to remember the bad stuff. But real, real, real forgetful about the good stuff. So guys, I want to thank you so much. And I had to learn that because that was me too. So let me be honest. I want to thank y'all so much for allowing me to encourage. I gave you, our black men, a full 30 minutes. Yes, yes, yes. So guys, thank you so much. Listen, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. Support a local author or business. Listen, I also want to let y'all know that Friday Music Hype is back. And I want to I wanna spotlight musicians, rappers, and artists. I want y'all to take over my Friday, right? Come on, let's talk about your music. Let's talk about what you're doing and how you're excelling um, in this music game. So, guys, hit me up at tamlovestowrite at gmail.com. I'm actually going to make a Friday music hype um, gmail just for that. But, anyway, guys, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye-bye.